Well, good morning. Let's, uh, let's pray together before we jump into this. God, thank you for who you are. Uh, we thank you for this time that we can be together. God, I pray uh, that as we open uh, the scriptures this morning, as we open your word, I pray that you would speak to us. Uh, Father, I pray against distractions. I pray that, God, whatever we brought through those doors with us this morning, uh, that we could set them aside for just a little bit. So we give you this time, uh, we give you these moments, and we pray that you would speak to us. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, good morning. It's good to see you. Welcome back. I trust that unless you were a baseball or softball player, your spring break was restful, like it was good. And now, now we're in the crunch. By my count, by my count, starting next week, we have six weeks left. Like that's it. Yes, after and after today, after this morning, we only have four chapels left so we are nearing the end we are close we are nearing the end of our year-long theme called saga live the bigger story and specifically this semester i've tried to bring people in to talk specifically about our identity and who god is that if god is if god is the master chef then we're a master peace And last chapel, my friend Austin Penn came and he talked about that if God is good, then I am enough. If God is good, I'm enough. And this morning, if you have a Bible, I want to invite you to turn to the book of John chapter 10. And I want to start this morning by talking about soundtracks. Now, When I say soundtracks, a lot of different things probably come to mind. Perhaps you think of like music from a specific movie, like the original motion picture soundtrack. And of course we know that the best movie soundtrack is what? No, somebody said Frozen. No, the best movie soundtrack is Newsies. Everybody knows that. If you've never heard the Newsy soundtrack, Spotify it, it'll change your life. Or maybe, maybe if you're like me, when you hear the word soundtrack, you think of like like a Broadway musical soundtrack, something like any Hamilton fans, Hamilton people. Yes, thank you, one person. Him and I can hang out later and rap Hamilton. Now, now soundtracks can also refer to like a collection of songs. Now, I am, uh, I'm 41 years old, I'll turn 42 in May, and back when I was growing up, the way you would put together a collection of songs is that you would create what was called the mixed tape. How many people remember the mixed tape? Yes. Now, there was an art form to making the perfect mix tape. And just so you know, Kylie, this isn't in the notes, just hold on, just so you know, You don't know how difficult it was because you had a dual tape deck 
and you got the tape that you had the song on that you wanted, and you got a blank tape, and you would press play, record, and pause on one side, and then when you pressed play on the other, it would start recording, or if you didn't have the tape, you tried to record it off the radio, and some DJ would usually cut off the end of the song, oh, you don't even know the struggle was real. Now, there was an art to the mixtape and selecting the best collection of songs. I remember in 1996, when I turned 16, I got my driver's license and I made a mixtape that I called And I thought this morning I would give you a taste of some of the hits. Take a listen. because I thought I was clever. And please take a sample of some of my musical tastes then. Oh, yeah. While he was teaming, I was teaming, and the demon just teaming. Can't believe that I call my... I just want you to imagine me driving around with that song blaring. Pastor Zach has never been so white as this moment right now. You don't know how you met me. You don't know why you can't turn around and say goodbye. All you know is when I'm with you, I make you free and swim through your veins like a fish in the sea. I'm singing fire. Hey, hey. 
Did you ever think there might be another way? Just feel better, just feel better about today. Oh no, if you never want to have to turn and go away, you might feel better, might feel better if you stay. Have you ever found an old CD that you made? Yes. And it's like finding a time capsule? And you put it in, and you're like, oh, dear Jesus, there's no way I listened to that. Like, anybody know exactly what I'm talking about? Like, you found an old, like that, like I literally found Zach's tracks for this, and I was like, I should put it in the samples. Those were the three songs that were the least embarrassing of everything was on, like, so it was like worse than what you heard. And so we have, we went through the, the mixed tape to the mix CD, and then there's one more evolution that's taking place in the soundtrack, from the tape to the CD to the playlist. And this is probably what you're most familiar with, right? We can create and listen and share our favorite playlists. This morning, I want to offer a few thoughts on different kinds of soundtracks. There's this one kind of soundtrack that I think we're all familiar with. And this is the soundtrack that takes place in our minds. This is the soundtrack that, that's on repeat in our heads all the time. The soundtrack, the voice that we hear in our minds and our heads, the, the voice that tells us what we think other people think of us. This is the soundtrack, the voice that says, that says dude, play it cool. And then it's the same voice that says, you idiot, you didn't play it cool. It's the soundtrack that we hear, which if we're honest, is a soundtrack that's usually full of critique. It's the voice in your head that says things like, oh, I suck. No one really likes me. Wait, what if no one really likes me? Is everyone hanging out without me? Oh, I'm too ugly or fat or skinny or tall or short or dumb or smart. Soundtracks. The voices we hear are often sounding just like our own voice, rattling around in our head. We all have soundtracks. But there's also another voice, another soundtrack. John chapter 10, starting in verse 14. Chapter 10, starting in verse 14, this is Jesus. And he says, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice and they shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my Father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I receive from my Father. And then drop down to verse 27. Jesus says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. Now this, this section of John talks about shepherds and sheep. And if we're honest, in 2022, it doesn't really connect with us. I don't know too many shepherds who live like, I don't know too many people who actually are shepherds with flocks of, like, real sheep. It doesn't really connect with us the way it probably did for the first people who were hearing it. You see, for them, Jesus is painting a picture. He's, he's created a metaphor of what being in a relationship with him is like. 
It's like sheep and a shepherd. And a shepherd's main responsibility is to care for and to look after, to protect their flock of sheep. Jesus gives us this picture, this way to understand what it means to follow him, to be in a relationship with him. He says, look. He says, I'm like a shepherd and your sheep and I will look after you and I will protect you and I will care for you. Jesus is essentially saying, you can trust me. I will lay down my life for you. Which, spoiler alert, he does. And then we get to verse 27. And he says, my sheep, listen to my voice. Jesus said, my sheep, listen to my voice. They follow me. My sheep, my sheep know the difference between their own soundtracks and my voice. And the truth is, is that for a lot of us, it's like there are these dueling soundtracks in our heads. I remember, I remember, I remember being a freshman in college here at Central. And I came to Central to, to study youth ministry. I felt called to, to like be a youth pastor. But that was all that I knew. That was it. I just knew that I felt called. That was all I knew. In fact, when I came to Central as a freshman in 2001, I was 21 years old. And I'd only been a Christian for about eight months. Again, I was a 21-year-old freshman. You think you have issues with curfew? Try being 21. To go from living in an apartment by yourself to somebody saying, oh, hey, by the way, you have to check in. What? I was a 21-year-old freshman. I'd only been a Christian for eight months. And I remember, I remember sitting in one of my very first Bible ministry classes. And I remember opening my Bible. It was this Bible. And I remember sitting in that classroom. And I remember seeing people look at me and kind of doing a double take at my Bible because I had, I had these tabs on the pages so that like that showed you the order of the books because I was new to all of this. I'd only been a Christian for eight months and I did not want to be the dude in class that couldn't turn to the book of Jonah quickly. So I had these tabs and I remember, I remember at least in my mind, the way I interpret it was, I remember seeing people do a double take of my Bible, and it wasn't that they said anything specifically, but it was my own internal soundtrack. And this soundtrack started that day in that class, and it was, Zach, you're such an idiot. Why are you even here? How do you not know the books of the Bible? You have no business being a pastor. You have no business in ministry. You are a poser and a fake. If they knew the stuff that you were doing this summer, there's no way they would let you sit in this classroom. Everyone in here, they've been Christians since they were like three. You've only been a Christian for eight months, you idiot. You're pathetic soundtracks at any given time there are two main soundtracks in our lives they're the things we tell ourselves the lies and the insecurities that we believe and then there's the voice of truth the voice of Jesus who can be trusted the voice of a shepherd soundtracks 
So what soundtracks have you been listening to? Have you been listening to soundtracks that say, when people look at me, I know exactly what they see. They see every flaw, every blemish. They see the scars of my hurts and my mistakes. They see the things that I've done to myself. They see the things that have been done to me. That's who I am. They see my failure, all of it. But hear me. Because that's not the voice of the shepherd. That is not the soundtrack that you should be listening to. Those voices are lies. And what's true this morning is that you are not those soundtracks. You are not any of those things. You are who he says you are. And Jesus looks at you and he hears your soundtracks. He looks at you and he says, who told you that? Who told you that you're defined by your mistakes? Who told you that you're ugly and broken? Who told you that you're only measured by what you can give to others? Haven't you heard? You are not what everyone says you are. You are who I say you are. And Jesus says you're mine. He says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. He says that you are you are a perfect design. He says that you were created good. He says that you were made for a purpose, that you were made for a destiny. He says that you are never alone. He says that he'll never leave you nor forsake you. He believes if he goes before you, he goes behind you. He says that you are bold, that you are brilliant, that you are brave. He says greater is he who is in you. He says you are a masterpiece, hand-painted by the master himself. You are who he says you are. You are who he says you are. And my heart for you, Central, is that you would start to believe that. The number, of my the number of people that sit in front of me on a weekly basis who don't believe that breaks my heart. My heart for you is that you would start to switch the soundtracks that you're letting play in your life. That you would step into the bigger story that God has for you. And it starts by switching your soundtracks. My heart for you. My heart for you above anything else is that you would know that God loves you more than you could ever imagine. That he loves you with a love that has no beginning and no end. It's a love that you don't have to earn and you can never lose. Whether you feel like a success or a failure, he loves you. Whether you feel alone or surrounded by people, he loves you. Whether you feel righteous or guilty, he loves you. He loves you enough to send his son to live for you, to die for you, and to be raised for you. Even right now, Jesus is before the Father speaking words of love on your behalf. He will return to renew you in the whole world because he loves you. This is the most true thing about you. This is the first fact of your existence, that you are loved by God. Before anything else can be said about you, this soundtrack has to play. You are loved. So would you stand with me this morning? We're going to close. We're going to sing this song together. Father, we love you. I pray that as we sing 
that you would replace soundtracks, God, all over this room. That you would destroy voices that are speaking false things and that you would remind us that we are who you say we are. I pray this in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen.